is not such a special technology necessarily that it's exempt or uh, from a security perspective, but it's just another implementation of, um, of IT and it's a natural evolution of uh, where we've come from. That's federal CIO Vivek Kundra, and this is GovInfoSecurity.com's Week in Review for Saturday, July 3rd, 2010. Hello, I'm Executive Editor Eric Chabro. The House Committee on Oversight and Government Reform held a hearing on Thursday on the benefits and risks of cloud computing in the federal government. Among the witnesses, Federal Chief Information Officer Vivek Kundra, who told lawmakers that cloud computing isn't necessarily more or less secure than other technologies. Kundra said greater bandwidth access, better processing power, and cheaper storage make cloud computing a very attractive computing alternative for the federal government. For now, you're able to provide services in a centralized fashion that you couldn't before. But you still have to take the appropriate security safeguards. That's one of the reasons we've charged NIST with making sure that we're convening the right folks and that agencies have to comply with current statutes and security policies. But the Information Security Director at the Government Accountability Office, Gregory Wilshison, offered a more cautionary view of cloud computing. We've reported in the past that agency legacy systems have had significant weaknesses in them, but there are some very real risks associated with putting information out in the cloud, particularly if they're public clouds, to the extent that agencies will now have to rely on the security of the service providers and assure and have mechanisms in place to assure that those providers are adequately securing the information that they are given and processing. As June drew to a close, two big cybersecurity announcements came from the White House. First, cybersecurity coordinator Howard Schmidt unveiled a blueprint to create an online environment where people and businesses can complete transactions in confidence. The National Strategy for Trusted Initiative in Cyberspace details the goals to create an identity ecosystem where online transactions can take place in an infrastructure where participants trust the identities of others while maintaining individual privacy. Also, OMB Director Peter Orzag announced the lifting of a decade-old ban on federal agencies from using cookies, those small pieces of browser software that track and authenticate web viewing activities by users. The new Office of Management and Budget Guidance requires agencies to make it simple for users to opt out of using cookies. The Federal Information Security and Privacy Board last year called on OMB to require agencies to offer users an opt-in only provision, but its chairman, Dan Chinook, says he's satisfied with OMB's guidance. The way they structured the provision is consistent with the tenor that I that the comment came in last year. You know, the opt-out needs to be very explicit, and the person needs to have full understanding of the choice they're making. And that's really the issue: is making sure that the person knows the choice they have and has the facts to do to do something about it. In our featured interview, longtime Defense Department Chief Information Security Officer Robert Lentz, who retired last year, says IT security remains a barrier in many organizations because their top business leaders don't see IT security as being strategically important. They still look at it as a purely IT problem and not really a problem that really can very easily take over the entire operations of a company or an enterprise, so it really needs to be much bigger than the way it's being treated. And finally, from our blogs. In one blog, I noted a University of Kansas and IBM study in which technical know-how was absent from the top 10 skills needed for state CISOs to succeed. So what are those top skills? Communications and presentation, policy development and administration, and political skills. The study quotes one CISO as saying, Having an understanding of political relationships between agencies and departments is also helpful. 
I do not personally get involved in the political arena, but there are history and power struggles that impact what I do. To read other blogs and news stories, as well as listen to interviews with top experts in government IT security, please visit GovInfoSecurity.com. I'm Eric Chabro. Thanks for listening, and please have a happy Independence Day and a wonderful week. <laughs>